When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. This is episode 44, and I am one of your hosts, Mr. Wrestling Chris G. And on the other line with me is the one who's kind of scared to evolve, he's kind of scared to battle, kind of scared to do a little bit of anything until you force him to. It's my good old co host, Mr. Dougie Fresh. Dougie, man, how you doing? Hey, man, fuck you. (laughs) Already with the (laughs) F-bombs. You didn't like your nickname this week, did you? Not one bit. (laughs) Well, is it? Okay, okay. Let let, let me ask you. Is it not true? Don't you kind of have to be pushed to do certain new things? Like, you, me, me, and you were just talking off, off, uh, off mic, and I called you the Sheldon of our little posse that we have, like between all of our friends and people who don't know what Sheldon is. Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory, and you were like, "Hey, man, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing." I still don't. <laughs> and why is that, Doug? I mean, you you said it was, but it's a very good thing. You're the smart one. He's a little strange, man. He's a little strange, but we're all strange. I ain't strange for shit. (laughs) Straight down the middle. He he's very particular, and so are you. Well, okay, yeah, I could (laughs) see where you're coming from there. All right. (laughs) So see, it's a compliment. Particular. Yeah, and, well. and and when you get into your little grooves, you don't like you don't like change, right? Nobody likes change. I like change. Sometimes No, you don't. Sometimes. No, you no, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Oh, baloney. Exactly, baloney. You don't <laughs> change for shit. So all right, well, Doug, um, that that's that's a nice way to start off this week's episode because this week's episode is actually pretty funny, and we've spoken about it in weeks past so far, but we're finally here for the problem with Paris, this insect Pokemon with a with two mushrooms on its back that's kind of scared to do anything. He's scared to walk. Well, yeah, and. Is it that, or is he, is it, and it's not just down to him, he's coddled, or it's coddled, or 
Yeah. He, I think she, I think they refer to it as a him. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll find that out. It, it's, I'm not going to lie. So normally we, we review the episode and then we go and we start recording. We've actually, we had a whole week layoff. So we're recording this on May 4th. Um, oddly enough, when we recorded an episode earlier this afternoon with one of our future guests um, on the show, which we'll announce at a later date, uh, which I'm excited for everybody to hear. But yeah, um, I don't know, Doug. This is a it's a weird episode, but it's funny. This one. This one. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, I did not give the Japanese um, narrative to this episode. It is the the translation, and I think I might like the translation better. It's Paris and Parasite. That that's literally the title. Well, yeah, but that just doesn't that doesn't go into anything. That's just okay. These are the two Pokemon you're going to meet. Yes. At, at least if you look at the English translation. You go, well, there's going to be this Pokemon named Paris, and there's going to be an issue with it. True. So, I mean, at least in with the English translation, you're going into the episode, you're going, all right, so this Paris is going to be weird in some way. Yes. <laughs> in some way. In uh, some way. Well, I guess in, 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 my, in my way, of, it, it's in a lot of ways, because this Paris don't do shit. But... Uh, <laughs> But um, I'm excited to announce because um, I, I kind of, kind of like backhandedly talked about it off air for like not even 90 seconds. But um, we're getting ready to have our YouTube channel. Well, I mean, as you, you're listening to this, hopefully it's already up. But yeah, we're we're getting ready to to launch it, and I'm kind of sure how we're, and I'm pretty sure I know how we're gonna end up turning the audio into somewhat video and somewhat audio um, as I was talking to you about off, off air. Right. Doug. Hello. Okay. There you are. Okay. Yes. So uh, I believe it's going to intertwine like with an intro coming from us personally. uh, And then we're just going to shoot it over to the, audio version and people can listen to it from there. But why? Why what? Why do we have to do an intro? I've I've just kind of been thinking about that. Well, it's it's a way to get us recognized on there. I mean, in my eyes, um it's a, it's also a a better way for YouTube to verify cuz once we get over I, I believe I went over the narratives when I was um, getting well um, that you need a specific amount of subscribers and also a specific amount of downloads. And I think it gives that extra little personal touch when they're watching. I mean, when they're listening to the to, to the podcast, because we, we've been doing this um, going on a year now. So with us um, coming up to our one year um pretty soon actually very very soon um it it gives that little extra personal touch um we can talk about the episode a little bit right before we go into it talk about how fresh we were into the whole pokemon scene until we finally got comfortable enough to 
to do what we're doing now. Like there, there's no looking back now. We, we can talk, we can have guests on, we can maneuver things around. It, it's a, like when we first started off, we, we even said that our title of the show was kind of clunky, but it kind of fit. And we've turned what was a clunky title into an actual thing. Like thousands of people listen to us now on a daily basis. So it's nice. It's nice to be recognized. And I just think it gives that a little extra personal touch when they're, when they're going to YouTube, if they have to go to YouTube. I don't want to do intros for freaking 50 episodes. <laughs> well, once we catch up, <laughs> Doug, we will. <laughs> I'm going to make a joke in just a second, but once we catch up, it, we can literally do the intro right before we do the actual well, podcast. Right. But what about the 46 or 48 that are going to be out by the time that <laughs> channel gets running? It's called, it's called the podcast biz. <laughs> it's a yeah. way for us to get verified. And once we get verified, that's when you start bring well, I'll talk to you about that off air, but um, there there's pluses to becoming verified on on YouTube, and I just think that it will give that little extra touch. Have fun with that. <laughs> but um, but the joke I was gonna make was, you see, audience, he is the Sheldon. He does not like change. It's not about liking change. It's about <laughs> doubling back and doing shit that I've done before. <laughs> It's not really doubling back. It's just, hey, this was a nice little episode that we did. I remember when we first started off. Like, I don't remember shit. I do. Oh, well, no, you don't. <laughs> yes, I do. Mm. <laughs> I remember when we came up with the idea and having everything kind of hashed out. Yeah, I don't remember recording them. I remember in the moment. But, like, by the time I'm sitting down here next week, I ain't going to remember shit about tonight. Yeah, me either. It's fucking, it's gone. man. <laughs> so, all right, everybody. So, that's, that's, that's me and Doug. That, that's how we talk to each other. And, obviously, a, a little bit was for your entertainment because we're doing the podcast right now. But, um, all right, so... We can go ahead and get into the meat and potatoes of this podcast. And this week's episode was uh, originally aired in Japan on May 14th, 1998, and here in the States on February 13th, 1999. And Doug, what year um, did yours land on? Because mine is 1950. Uh, Mine... For the 13th of February is 1866. Oh, son of a bitch. Is, ah, I swear to gosh, Doug. Every week, you always have to undermine me. I can't. Oh, mother. <laughs> hey, the one, the one that's coming up, the, the date for next week uh, kind of burnt me a little bit because, um, in uh in towards the end of that segment something is brought to our attention that we were both like ah we should have picked that so i'm going to start 
kind of looking at these with a finer tooth comb going forward. Why? Why so? Because that one that's brought up next week should have been an easy pick for one of us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, we'll be... Let's see. So next week is the song of Jigglypuff. And I guess um, we can say it here and we'll also repeat it at the very end of this podcast. Next week, we have a special guest. Um, next week is special guest Rich from the podcast Not Suitable for Adults. Um, so you can go on our Twitter, Twitter line and you'll be able to uh, see all of his tweets and everything and let me go ahead and get his handle real quick if you want to go and throw him some love or listen to any of his stuff before he even comes on and their handle is at the not and then the number four adults cast so that is their handle and it's rich and his wife natalie and they sit down um for the most part, once a week, and they go over uh, what they talk about on their podcast. I'm not going to go and blow Rich's whole spiel for next week. But yeah, that I would definitely go and um, take a listen to them. But they will be, or Rich will be on next week. So there you go. So thanks thanks for reminding me, Doug. I, I was almost about to only do it at the end. Well, well yeah, I mean, just. For the fact that, like, we can actually say, you know, that that one's actually recorded and we're kind of going a little bit out of sequence. Yes. Yes. So he, he's recorded and we have another future one recorded as well, which I, I'm i excited to announce at a later date, too. So we're, ra- we're racking them up, Doug. Racking them up. Yeah. We're all over the fucking place. I know. <laughs> so. All right. So yours was... In the 1800s, Doug. So go ahead and take what happened in the 1800s on February 13th. All right. So on February 13th, 1866, the notorious outlaw Jesse James holds up his first bank, stealing $15,000 from Clay County Savings. <clears throat> from the Clay County Savings Association in Liberty, Missouri. Well, okay. I I, I heard you, but I want to make sure I'm right. So he robbed a place? Mm-hmm. For the first time. For the first time. And it's made public? Well, yeah, it's going to make the paper. Okay. And he got away with it? Well, yeah. Man's got a posse and guns. All right. Pow, pow, shoot, you know. Pow, pow, pew, pew. And I tried my absolute damnedest to find an inflation calculator to figure out what 15000 in... 1866 money would be today and I can't find an inflation calculator that goes back far enough. Oh, really? All right. Let's let, let me see if I can go ahead 
the ones that I kept finding kept capping off at like 1900. Inflation calculator. Uh, you say yours was 1866, right? Yeah. All right. Inflation calculator. 1866. All right. So. I found one. Let's open this baby up. And how much did they steal? Fifteen thousand dollars. Fifteen thousand dollars. All right. Bum, bum, bum. Calculated. Um, that would be two hundred and forty nine million eight hundred and eighty three thousand dollars and ninety six cents today. Yes. A lot of money. That is a lot of money. A lot of money. (laughs) So. Holy shnikes. I know. That's a lot of fucking money. Holy shit. All right. So, yeah, that's how much money they would have stolen if it was today, Doug. (laughs) So. So good stuff. All right. Good, good news, man. Good news. That's a, that's a really good one. That one kind of intrigued me. Um, Mine is from 1950. Uh, Peter Gabriel, English rock vocalist, was born on this day in Surrey, England. And um, I don't have too many ties to know uh, everything that he's uh, saying, but um, the one song that I do know is called Big Time, the theme of WrestleMania 22 which was actually from out here in Chicago, a a show that I went to as a child. Uh, he did the theme song for that for that show. You weren't a child. I yes, I was. You were not. I was too. We were in high school. I don't care. I'm still a child. No, you weren't either. <laughs> Asshole. Uh, let's see. <laughs> if I want to make myself seem young, I'll make myself seem young. But um. I was 16 years old um, for this show, and it was it was a very I would say um, not not shooting down any recent WrestleManias, but that was the first WrestleMania that I've ever been to. That was the biggest WrestleMania at that time. That I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, it holds a special place in my heart. Like, not I don't I don't wait think a any, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm just I'm just putting together what you just said. Shut up, I'm, shut I'm up. I'm probably don't. cutting you off. No. Did you just say it was the biggest WrestleMania at the time? <laughs> no, I didn't. Yes, I did. Um I was like, we could check the tape. <laughs> but um I'm I don't know. I, I get a little sentimental with this because I mean I've been to many, many wrestling shows, and as people know that listen to this podcast, I love wrestling. Um, I'm not too keen on a lot of the material that's going on um, in 2021 outside of a, uh, a specific company and maybe a Friday night SmackDown. But and even and even that specific company has its ups and downs. Yes. Yes, they do. So 
back then, um, I was 16. Um, it was, it was honestly, it was, it was my first pay-per-view. Um, it was my first, it was my first pay-per-view. It was my first, um, like big show, like being packed. I've never sat so close. It's weird saying this, um, during a pandemic, but sitting so close to people, they, they packed us in there and I had nosebleed seats and I'll never forget being there with Mick Foley and Edge were wrestling each other in a in a hardcore match and freaking Edge speared Mick Foley through a flaming table and I kid you not they put that table on fire right next to the ring and you can feel that flame all the way up to the nosebleeds where I was sitting it was bad but it, it it was such a good show and it placed a real good like spot in my heart. I thank my dad. It was my birthday. It was my it was an early birthday gift because um, of how much my dad had to spend for those tickets. But uh, I thanked him and I don't think anything will ever beat that WrestleMania that I've been to, even though I've been to a few and they've all been good. But that one holds a special well, place in my heart. Well, well, what? might not have all been good. <laughs> Are you talking about our Texas trip, Doug? I've only been to one, and I'm, I can only talk shit on one. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, hey, you got to see Stone Cold, Mick Foley, Shawn Michaels. Look, that had its moments, right? And, I, and I'm not downplaying that, but that was a long fucking show. <laughs> yes, it was a very long show. But the but the Mania uh, twenty two has the distinction of being the last arena Mania. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, twenty three was in Ford's Field in Detroit, and they've they've been going to stadiums ever since. So. Yeah, I I didn't even put that together. Yeah, I I went to the last stadium WrestleMania. Well, <laughs> arena, arena, a, a, arena. Because I was about to say I was like, pandemic happened, and they were basically in a studio for a WrestleMania. So, <laughs> well, yeah, and that one doesn't count because if you go on the Wikipedia, it says zero. The attendance says zero, and it says behind closed doors. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, I guess the one that just happened counts because there's, what, 55,000 both nights or something? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess I could I could say this, because uh, I had tickets to last year's show before the pandemic happened. I have the last WrestleMania chair that has The Undertaker on it. There you go. I just And I just thought about that as I was saying it. Like, holy shit, I got the last WrestleMania chair with The Undertaker on it. Holy fuck. All right. <laughs> but um but getting back to old Peter Gabriel. Yes. Um the song find it. The song in your eyes is the song that's playing when John Cusack holds up the boombox in the movie Say Anything. Really? That was him? Uh-huh. Alright. I can fuck with me some Peter Gabriel then. And Everybody has at least seen that scene in some way, shape, or form, whether it's from the original movie or whether it's because it's been parodied 75,000 million times. Yes. 
stuff. All right. Well, good stuff, Doug. Thanks for thanks for the extra the extra added add on for me. So I appreciate that. Hey, sometimes you need a little bit of extra spice. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> that is what he said. But um That's what I said, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so all right. So you ready to get on into the problem with Paris, Doug? Because I, I am I, ready. I have a lot of problems with Paris. Don't be cute. <laughs> so all right. So we start this week's episode with our trio arriving in a town that is not in the Pokemon game. I, I feel like we're we're gonna start I'm gonna start notating every single time that they're not they're in a town that's not in the damn Pokemon game. Yeah, and we definitely said that before at Gringy City. We definitely made note wasn't in the game. Yes. So <laughs> they're now in Moss Green Village, Doug. And our trio has arrived here. It's a small town, and it's the narrator made sure to say that it's um, very small. And Ash makes note that this town is so small it doesn't even have a gym. Yeah, and and that's not the first time he said that either. Yeah. So I guess a town has to be a specific size for it to pat for it to have a gym. I'm guessing. I mean, it has to. I mean, they didn't really go into specifics uh, during the showdown in Dark City. Like, other than the fact that we had two competing gyms. Or, uh, uh, gyms in quotes, by the way, for anybody that... (laughs) That hasn't listened to that episode. Oh, shit, that's not out yet. What's up? That's not out yet. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. They've already listened to it. That that episode episode, happened two weeks ago. If you haven't listened to that episode, why the fuck are you listening to this one? (laughs) Because we found out our audience likes to skip around, Doug. Well, quit it. (laughs) That's why we do a weekly podcast, because everyone likes to skip around every now and then. Well, don't. It's not good for you. (laughs) So... Yes, but Ash um, stated, he's like, well, if this town doesn't have a gym, we can go ahead and just skip through this town. And Brock is like, well, we have no choice. We have to stop here. And Ash's like, well, why? <laughs> There's no gym. There's no reason to stop. Yeah. Fuck. And Brock takes out his medicine bag and goes, <laughs> "We check out our potion and antidote bag. It's empty. And uh, Brock is like, I say this is a good time to stock on on all the supplies that we need. So, of course, with them being here, they have to grab a bite to eat, too. And Misty says she wants to go to a nice restaurant. Ash says, well, why don't we just get a quick cheeseburger? And they're going back and forth. Pikachu's looking all cute on top of the rock that, that he's on. And Ash is like, I want a cheeseburger. She's like, I want to go to a nice restaurant. And Ash is like, well, cheeseburgers are nice. And then Misty Brock... has no room to talk because a couple episodes ago, she wanted a hot dog. Yes. With ketchup. So she, well, which is, well, and she's okay with that because she's a woman. 
we're Chicagoans and I like ketchup on my hot dog, but Doug criticizes me every single time I do it. Doesn't belong in a hot dog. <laughs> would, would you, if, if, okay, so I have a question and I never asked you this, but I'm going to ask you this on the podcast. We're only going to get one episode done, aren't we? <laughs> no, we're going to get both. Uh, this is just one question. So you don't like leaving food on a plate. If someone handed you a hot dog and it had ketchup on it, would you eat it? Well, yeah, but I would bitch because I would have made specific <laughs> note that I didn't want a hot dog with ketchup on it. But if they put ketchup on it, you would eat it. But I wouldn't pay for it. But you would eat it. I would eat it because I'm not an asshole, but I'm not paying for it. <laughs> but you're not paying for it. All right. Because no, I specifically didn't ask for ketchup. Gotcha. And that's not, that's not, that's because I can already fucking, <laughs> I can hear the gears working from here, you fuck. That's not an excuse the next time we're at a picnic or something for you to go, I forgot you don't like it. Because then, you know, so, no. <laughs> <laughs> Stop right now. <laughs> All right, so let's continue this episode. <laughs> so, uh, a after uh, Ash and Misty are done arguing over what food they they want, uh, Team Rocket is here. Only about a minute and a half into the episode, and. Yeah. <laughs> And they're like creeping on the ground and they're like, okay, so it's time to follow the trio into this small town. And they, they have these two little shrubs in their in each of their hands and they're on the ground doing an army crawl. And they're like, I think we're forgetting something. And then they turn around and Meowth is posted up against the tree. Um, nice little red mark across his, where his nose would be. But we found out Meowth doesn't have a nose. So it's basically where his nose would be and underneath his eyes. And Meowth looks as sick as a dog. <laughs> uh, looks about as sick as I felt last night. Oh, really? You didn't feel good last night? Oh, I felt like shit last night. <laughs> I felt like crap. So this is where we get the intro to the episode. And from here, Doug, you want to you wanna take this part of the scene real quick? So, yeah, we, um, we, get, a re we get the real quick intro. And then, um, you know, James has a, has a really quick line of, hey, you know, catnap's over. And, you know, and Je uh, Jesse has this really on-the-nose line of get up before I lose my... And, I'm imagining she's going to say cool, but she puts his hand, her hand on his forehead, specifically where his um, gem is. And that's, you know, burning hot. So she like burns her hand and falls backward. Yes. And then that was a good, uh, a good, I want to point out how um, good de detailing that was for Pokemon to do that. So she put her hand on his head where the coin is and with his body already radiating so much heat made that coin so hot that it burned her hand. That and then, and I'm playing it back and you can see, um, 
uh, once she stands back up and he slumps back against the tree, you can see that the coin <clears throat> is still kind of glowing red. Yes. So you can see that it wasn't just a gag. Like, it's legitimately hot. So, um, so then, you know, Jesse's like, too bad. We can't wait around for you to cool out or chill out. And, you know, they said, well, we gotta, we gotta go catch that Pikachu. And James stops her for a second. And he's like, you know, he might actually be sick. And then Jesse's like, well, don't worry. He has nine lives. And they're like, oh, okay, well, we're going to go find Pikachu now. <laughs> that 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 she is such a mean like train well well we find out that they don't really consider each other trainers but it's at this point that cassandra um and i'm gonna say cassandra because in the subtitles it actually gives her her name before they give it to her later in the episode so if you're watching this with subtitles you already have her name so um, she goes, she, she basically berates Team Rocket. So she looks up at Team Rocket and goes, basically, how, how dare you? How, how dare you leave this sick, this sick Pokemon over here while you guys go and do whatever you're going to go do? Um, what kind of trainers are you? And Jesse and James look at each other and they kind of huckery laugh and they're like, ha! You think we're that thing's trainer? We're superheroes. And she freaking, uh, they, you can tell how young Cassandra is because Cassandra, she's like, you're superheroes? And Team Rocket puts on a small little getup. It looks like a nice little Japanese, um, what, what, what would you, what would you, what kind of outfits would you call these, Doug? I would say kimono. Yeah like a kimono and so they they go through a a different type of spiel um instead of their team rocket model but they they call themselves the team rocket super squad and then cassandra comes up and goes you're super losers if you leave a sick pokemon laying against a tree like this Ew. and just like i guess you are we're sorry yeah oh bless you Oops, sick. um <laughs> So no, that's just allergies. Um, and then, yeah, she calls them super losers. And then she makes this uh, potion and she has Meowth drink it. And he's immediately better. And he scratches their faces. Yes. Because he goes, you're going to leave me possibly to die to go catch some rat. Yes. So, and it, it just goes from, goes from here and he goes, I'm not sick. And Jesse and James like, nope, he's not sick anymore. He's back to normal. And we go straight from that to Ash, Misty and Brock breaking into another tent, a place that they do not belong. And they are breaking in again. Now, hold on here. Just one second. It's a tent. I don't give a fuck. Would you want someone breaking into you, walking into your tent if it's not your tent? If I didn't zip it. They well, what if it was zipped? Then you can't break into it. 
Stop it. I got him. <laughs> Stop it. I got him on fire. Apparently, yeah. Oh, Shut up, Sheldon. <laughs> you know, I could just leave. <laughs> well, that is something that Sheldon would say, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I will not continue this into the next podcast. I semi promise. Right. <laughs> but um, they walk into the tent and um, they're looking for someone. They're like, "Is someone here?" And they see a woman. Looks like she's like grinding something with a stone, and. Um, Ash and Misty and Brock, they're like, well, we would like to buy some potions if you have any. And the lady, I'm guessing it's a lady, um, says. <laughs> well, I think, well, yeah, because Cassandra comes in in about five seconds and calls her grandma. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it is a woman. But, <laughs> um, he said, I'm guessing it's a lady. <laughs> I, 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 I wasn't sure. But, um, she holds up some roots and goes, got some snake roots that'll cure insomnia and grow hair on your nose and on your tongue. And freaking Brock immediately says, he's like, grows hair on your nose and tongue. Uh, does it come in a no hair formula? And then Cassandra comes walking in and goes, Grandma, I've told you before to stop frightening our customers. And she's like, I didn't mean to frighten them. And she's like, I know, but we're here to help trainers uh, with our miracle potions, not try to scare them off. And Doug, you want to take it from this part? Yes, because Horny Brock comes back <laughs> immediately. And he's just, you know, um, you know, we're we're Pokemon trainers, and you know, I I want to be a breeder and he has a bad line, doesn't he? Where is it? Let me see. I got it. He said, uh, "He said I'm interested in Pokemon potions. If you're not doing anything tonight, let's see. Maybe oh, we can have to, dinner to together and, and have a talk about them. I could have sworn he said something about, and I could just be putting words in Brock's mouth or remembering a another, another episode. episode. But I could have sworn he said something about do you have something for a broken heart or something or a lovesick man or something. <laughs> no, that's just Brock's go-to. I as much as Brock gets turned down in these Pokemon episodes, I give him credit. That boy just keeps trucking. He's like, man's, I, I, the man's persistent." Yeah, he 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 never gives up. So, hats off to him. So, but Cassandra basically didn't hear all that. All she heard was that they're trainers. And she goes, well, I'm looking for a battle. And that's all Ash needed to hear. Because Ash is just itching to fight something. Yes. And he steps up and he says, I'll battle you. And she goes, oh, we could battle out back. And this is when we meet the Paris in the title for the first time. Well, not, not yet. Um, we have Team Rocket, who are po oh, yeah. who are posted up in a tree, uh, right before they they go to the battle scene, and um, they're looking over at the at the trio and Cassandra getting ready to battle, and they're looking from the tree, and um, 
they're like, it's our goal to capture this Pikachu. We're going to definitely get this Pikachu today. But Meowth has th- things on his mind in a different manner. He he's He's not set on capturing Pikachu today. He is in love with Cassandra because Cassandra healed him. She didn't have to heal him, but she did. And now he wants to be able to help Cassandra in any way, shape, or form that he can. Right. I forgot about Meowth with the hard eyes. <laughs> so we go straight from that um, to what you were saying, Doug. Um, we go to the battle scene and um, Cassandra sends out her Paris and Ash looks confused and so does Pikachu. Because <laughs> Paris um, on its own kind of looks intimidating. You know, because it is, you know, a, a bug, and well, not, it is basically, and a you know, little bit. Of, they they consider it a mushroom Pokemon, and it's got um, it's got yeah. Well, like you said, it's got mushrooms on its back, and you know, we get Dexter. Basically, said what we just said, and as soon as Pikachu even walks up to Paris. It darts behind Cassandra. Yes. So, and Cassandra is basically like, Paris, you can't give up already. And so so we immediately find out that this Paris is scared. And Ash is like, it seems like he doesn't want to battle us. What were you about to say, Doug? It's a wimp. It's a very big wimp. And Brock is like, well, oh, Cassandra says that she, she needs Paris to um, to battle because with battle it can evolve and Brock says the more battles um, that you win the quicker your Pokemon will evolve which is and a bullshit type rule because when we get into this episode there's no reason this freaking Paris should have evolved well but we just had <clears throat> pardon me we just had in our last episode we kind of had an evolution kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, but, I mean, at the same time, you know how much experience Charmander had before he evolved into Charmeleon? Well, yeah, even if it was just being used as a flashlight in some dark cave sometimes. Yes. And saving its own tail from going out. <laughs> Charmeleon will make sure his tail doesn't go out. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll get into him in a just a few episodes for well i mean he'll no, make we'll, get it, we'll, we'll get into some of that today well yeah but i mean we'll we'll really hit the nail on the head in a couple episodes here yeah but um but yeah we also find out that cassandra wants um paris to evolve into parasect because parasect is the only Pokemon that produces a certain type of mushroom that she needs for this potion that she's wanting to create. Yes, that is Which correct. is kind of a bullshit reason to evolve your Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, a little bit, but I mean, they're also on a mission, though. So I, I, I get it. So, let's see. So it says right here. So we go straight from that, uh, from them talking to Meowth and um, looking over at them. And she's like, 
She's too terrific to be a human. Like, he is madly in love. <laughs> he is head over heels. <laughs> yes. Like, if he can marry Cassandra, if it wasn't illegal for Pokemon to marry a human, I'm sure he'd be first in line to go and marry marry this woman. Yeah, I, I would I would definitely say, I mean, and he's already got a leg up on a, pretty much every other Pokemon because he can freaking talk. Yes. So, all right. So it's at this point. Let's see. Um, James is making, James starts making fun of Meowth. And um, they come up with the idea of helping this Paris. Um, well, helping um, this Paris, which will help Cassandra get this potion made. And if they can get this potion made, they will be co-responsible for Paris evolving, which will, at that point, uh, give them a lots and lots and lots of money to be able to do whatever they want to do. They can retire if they want to, Doug. It'd be a real short series. It would be a very short series. Yeah, so, an extremely short series. So, spoiler alert, everybody. Uh, they, they, they don't get any money. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. God damn it. <laughs> what the fuck am I listening to this podcast for? Damn it, I thought Shit. this was going to be over after 45 episodes. <laughs> so I have all day, for God's sakes. So, let, let's get to the first funny part of this episode. Uh, so, it goes like this. Uh, Ash has to talk Pikachu down. And tell Pikachu, okay, so we're going to let Paris win and Pikachu's like P he's like yeah we're, we're gonna let Paris win so Paris can evolve and Pikachu doesn't get the con well Pikachu does get the concept but as soon as he goes in there Ash is like all right Pikachu thunder um uh spark and Pikachu just a little what does he say um, because he go he goes for electric shock and he I can't do that. And he 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 said he let he let eh, I talk for a living. Um, static static bolt. Yes, static a, bolt. a teeny static bolt. Because Paris goes for like stun spore or something, but Pikachu's just easily just kind of bunny hops over it and goes up for mega thunder shock and then. Ash has to nerf him real quick. And he sends out basically the type of shock you would get if you walked across a carpet and yes. you know, touch something. And poor poor Paris is almost literally toast. Uh, uh, well he, we got fried mushrooms, Doug. Fried hey, mushrooms. Hey, and those are delicious. <laughs> I'll fuck with those all day every day and twice on Sunday. I'll and a little bit of, little and bit we, of ranch sauce. <laughs> Put some ranch sauce on a Paris. Uh, okay, so after that happened, uh, we get a glimpse back at Team Rocket again, and freaking Jesse and James are looking dumbfounded. They're like, "That was pathetic." <laughs> and they say, "We know pathetic." Um, <laughs> so then they look into Dexter again and they're like okay what's it weak against and it's it's weak against water so Ash sends out Squirtle and says alright 
just hit a quick little sprinkle on some of the mushrooms. And Squirtle's like, well, God, really? And he, so he does like a little two. And he. <laughs> like if you like, like a little kid, like, okay, p- p- picture this people. You, you, if you, if you've ever been around a toddler and I, I currently have one in my home right now. So if I gave my toddler some water, which I have, and my toddler thinks it's funny to then spit out the water out of their mouth, that's how much water would, would, would be trickling down onto this Paris, and it still knocked this Paris out again. Knocked it clean out. So then, Ash has a complete brain fart and throws out Charmeleon. Yeah, because let's go and fucking fry this mushroom. And the last time we saw Charmeleon, it was burning Ash's ear off. For yes. Sake. And he goes, all right, Charmeleon, go easy on it. And the look Charmeleon gives Ash over his shoulder. <laughs> Brock's like, Charmeleon doesn't look like it. it's going to go easy on it. And freaking Charmeleon's like, I'm about to have lunch. And Charmeleon is like, char, and just completely. Just cooks up, basically. I mean. Okay, I have a problem with this scene, Doug. And and maybe you can rationalize me. And we know it's a kid's show and all this. But so a little static um, fainted this Pokemon, right? Correct. A little bit of. Water just trickling on it. Just fainted this Pokemon, right? Correct. He just had a whole fucking flamethrower to the face and Paris was still awake until it got hit with a flaming tail to knock it out. And even then it just ran away. Yes. And went into a fucking tree. So there's some inconsistency. Uh, Just a little bit. Just a little bit, yeah. (laughs) So Paris runs away and... Charmeleon is happier than a pig and shit. Just fucking just blowing its fire all around. Just like char, char, char. And Ash walks up to it all pissed off like, Charmeleon, what the hell was that for? And fucking Charmeleon looks over at Ash and goes, char. And just fucking cooks Ash's face. (laughs) Again. (laughs) Again. (laughs) And he's like, that wasn't nice. (laughs) And freaking Pikachu gets fucking pissed off and fucking just thunderbolts Charmeleon, knocks him out so Ash can call him back to the damn Pokeball. (laughs) 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 That was funny. Like, I I give Pikachu some props that she, or not she, but he he stood up for Ash in that instance. Well, yeah. I mean, plus I think Pikachu stands up against dicks. Against what? Dicks. Pikachu stands up against dicks? Charman Charmeleon was being a dick. <laughs> I know, I'm joking. <laughs> it was the way you Fuck said head. it. <laughs> it was the way you said it. I was like, wait a minute, what? If someone just was skipping through the episode and you said <laughs> Pikachu stands up for dicks, they're gonna have to rewind like thirty seconds to find out what you were talking about. <laughs> you shouldn't be skipping around in our podcast, by the way. And um, you definitely shouldn't be skipping episodes either. <laughs> for that matter 
the only the only exception for skipping through an episode is if you forgot what part of the episode that you had listened to when you had to turn us off for a second. Well, even then, you should your progress should be saved. Unless you got a new phone. Uh <laughs> Well, for me, for Android, it wouldn't save that spot. I, I was gonna say when I tra- when I got my latest phone, my library was saved, but I wasn't in the middle of a podcast, so I really can't. You can't talk. I can't talk. <laughs> All right, good stuff. I thought you were about to make a iPhones are better than Android joke. Well, I mean they are, but yeah. hey, hey, the new iPhone's purple. What do you got? <laughs> I got a nice black and silver Samsung Twenty One. Yeah, that's another thing. Samsung just says, fuck all the numbers. Yeah. Because we should be at like 12. We're just going <laughs> to. We're just going to up the ante. But all right. <laughs> so th- at, it's at this point that Misty and Brock are kind of berating Ash because Ash should have known better than to send out his Charmeleon, who is who they consider is untrained and needs to be trained more before being brought out. Like, how the hell is Ash going to train this damn Charmeleon if if he can't take it out anywhere? Like, I have a problem with that. Yeah, I mean, Charmeleon is a daggum renegade. Yes. I mean, he just, I mean, he doesn't give a fuck about nothing. Nope. I mean, he's teenage to the max i was about to say he he's full teenager and did you give a fuck about anything when you were a teenager doug i was a very respectful teenager mm, sometimes you can't you can't speak on me for nothing i know because i was a very disrespectful teenager well no i wasn't Mm. to adults i was respectful but for Mm. I what I did not mouth off to adults. Hmm. I did not. You never mouthed off to your father. No, because I would get a backhand. (laughs) I was very respectful to my father and my mother. (laughs) Nineties kids, the way that we were brought up. But um, all right. So we go straight from that um, to Paris running away. And Paris then comes up to Meowth. So, Doug, you want to take it from here? Right. So, Paris is, you know, booking it. And... And, um... You know, Meowth just gives him the freaking... The death death glare looking like freaking Walter. And, um... (laughs) We we come back from what I assume was commercial, and we we figure out that everybody has split up to look for Paris, and nobody can find him. And this is when we find out why Cassandra has been so gung ho on evolving Paris. You know, talking about the miracle potion and. You know, but I really need Paris to evolve. But Paris is basically afraid of its own shadow. And 
basically what 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 she was saying is um the a parasite gives off a little bit more of a, an aroma than what um than what paris gives i think i said that right parasect gives off more of an aroma so it's not that paris can't do it it needs that stronger more adult scent or whatever is inside of parasect to basically uh, put into the potion that they need. Right. So it's kind of a weird way to say it, but that's kind of the way that she kind of explained it in the episode. Well, I mean, yeah, that's the gist of it. Yeah. Um, and then we cut to Team Rocket is basically getting Meowth's spiel about, you know, if Paris evolves, we can create this potion and then we'll be partially responsible and we'll be rich. And, um, you know, me and Cassandra will get married and she'll be a mega millionaire and I'll be her company mascot and we'll grow old together and we'll sit on a porch in a rocking chair and all this stuff. And team rockets completely out of it. Until they hear, well, I am going to need a couple business managers. And. Yeah, because Jesse and James are like, well, what do we get out of this for helping you? Which I would have the same question, too. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're Jesse and James and you're dickheads. Um, and I'm not repeating myself again because I've already gotten in trouble for that once. <laughs> Fuck that. Come on, that was funny. Well, it was only because you're the guy with the button. Um, <laughs> and then we get a flash of the of the tent in the field, but it's it's continuously growing. You know, it's a big building, then it's a mega building, then it's this gigantic corporation, and Team Rocket is just has all the money. And then that's when we get the image of Cassandra and Meowth in the chair. And it just, it's so pretty. Yes. So, so Doug, Doug laid that out very nice. Thank you, Doug. So um, the gist of this whole scene going forward is for Meowth to give his final lines of, we need to help this Paris evolve. And the way that we're going to help this Paris evolve is by having us lose battles. And losing is your specialty, is what Meowth says over to Team Rocket. And Team Rocket, they, they don't disagree with Meowth. <laughs> they don't. They... <laughs> it's, uh, it's... And uh, they kind of feel bad for the Paris because he, they're basically like, well, Paris is, bigger, is a bigger loser than us, but I guess we are pretty big losers, so... Um, how did we get stuck with such reject Pokemon? Which that's kind of a a mean thing to say about your Pokemon. That's super harsh. <laughs> you they just called their Pokemon rejects. Wow. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, I mean that's yeah, I would you know, and poor Ash who wants nothing nothing but the best for Charmeleon is is getting his face burnt off and <clears throat> team rockets straight up calling their pokemon losers and they're loyal to a fault yes ridiculous 
So, and it's kind of a weird scene because we, we literally go straight from that to Arbok getting ready to attack this Paris. And when Arbok is getting ready to go down for what looks like um, a bite attack. Uh, yeah, a bite or something with Fang. Or, yeah. And Meowth comes jumping what looks like he's jumping out of like a tree and jumping on top of Arbok's tail, basically causing it to stop breathing and just faints. <laughs> and and Paris gives it two little pokes and Arbok kind of rolls over and um you know Team Rocket's there cheering. Yeah. And then it's then it's Weezing's turn. <laughs> I felt so bad for Weezing because Weezing didn't deserve this. But um Weezing comes out of his Pokeball and it's getting ready to do what looks like is a tackle onto Paris. And Paris closes its eyes. Meow um takes a tree limb and brings it down, making Weezing crash into the tree limb. And then from crashing into the tree limb. Uh, Weezing gets knocked out. And then once again, Paris with the poke of doom. And how how does this count as Paris's experience? Well, I, I'm chalking this up to, I think they're trying to say that uh, since we're not playing a video game, the experience comes from how much you believe in yourself. That's horseshit. So... I come from the video games. The only way you can get cheap XP like that is if you get to a certain point in the game and you can put, what is it, XP Splitter or something on a Pokemon at your party? Yep. What is it? It's not called Splitter. It's called yeah, Splitter, I, but it, you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Like, oh, it's called XP Share. XP, that's it. Yes. I would do that. I would put that on, I would rotate out my sixth guy and just run through the Elite Four and just spam that like all day and evolve like 14 Pokemon. <laughs> of course you would, Doug. You cheater. Because you, no, not cheater. You get to a certain point. What else are you supposed to do? <laughs> well, I no, no, I'm not I'm not I used to do the same thing, but um they've actually made it a little bit more enjoyable in in more recent games. Um in more recent games like trainers that you fought in the past, you can rebattle those trainers again and they have stronger Pokemon. Ooh. Yeah. So that that's the way they kind of hammer it so you're not constantly going through the Elite Four over and over and over again. Yeah, okay, yeah, that I can see. And um and then there's certain Pokemon um trainers that you actually get um they're they're not badges, but they're like um experience points. So if you if you play specific uh Pokemon um, trainers, you can use specific Pokemon to battle these trainers, and it like if if they're like bug Pokemon, you can only use your bug type Pokemon to beat them, and if you beat them, you get some type <coughs> of little like certificate or badge for beating. Them. So gotcha. basically, whose bug Pokemon are better? So different things like that. So all right, but back to the episode. Um, so Paris thinks it's all big shit now and they're basically saying slow down tiger don't get too much experience and Paris is all flexing its arms it's like badass badass and 
uh, they find out that it needs a little bit more victories. So Paris goes and pokes Meowth and Meowth does the big old, oh, you're too strong. You hurt me. Kind of like how you do like with a baby. Like when a yeah. baby like smacks you, you're like, oh man, you beat me. Oh my gosh. That's basically what, what Meowth did. And Meowth and Paris is all tough as shit now. Thinking that it can up, do up anything. Up in a tree. Yeah. Up in a tree. Just climbs into a tree just going, badass, badass. And freaking, I like this line. Um, Jesse's like, uh, a few a few lousy wins and, and Paris thinks it's Tarzan of the jungle. That was a good line. <laughs> and it's at this point, our heroes and Cassandra track down Paris again. And Cassandra sees Paris in the tree and sees all its energy and it, she's giddy. And then Paris walks up to Pikachu and gives it the, the, the get over here finger. And Ash leans down to Pikachu. And says, Remember what we discussed earlier? Pikachu's like, yeah, I fucking got it. But Paris, you can see has a different energy. And Pikachu's like, I got it. I'll flop this time. I know. And then, fucking Paris pokes Paris his tail pokes his tail and then Pikachu jumps and is gonna get retribution you know, <laughs> because it's been cheap shotted and <laughs> Ash goes Ahem, and Pikachu just falls over and waves a white flag was I, the... was, I was rolling <laughs> oh they're like, Paris is sure proud of itself. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to gain way more than enough experience to evolve. And then but then fucking, Ash is stupid again. <laughs> fucking idiot. Fucking idiot. He fucking goes, well, you know what? One time wasn't enough, so why don't I send him out again? Maybe he learned his lesson because Pikachu fried him. Charmeleon, come out. <laughs> because Pikachu fried him. <laughs> <laughs> And Ash goes, I'm counting on you this ch- this time. And Ash is like, what's the matter with it? Because Charmeleon literally spits out a little bit of fire, sits on the ground, and starts scratching his head with his foot. Well, yeah, because it got, <clears throat> pardon me, it got put in its place before. and I mean, now it's just fine. You're going to fucking cheap shot me. I don't have to listen to this shit. Exactly. And then this is when the old lady comes out of the tent and goes, the Pokemon doesn't respect the trainer. Which is, you know, what we've been saying pretty much all episode. Yes. And, you know, Ash, you can see, you can almost see its heartbreak. And Ash is like, well, this isn't going to end well, so I better call Charmeleon back. And Charmeleon hits, hits him with fire again. Yes. I feel like Ash is going to start getting used to getting hit in the face with fire. Just wear a gas mask or something. Yes. <laughs> so, all right. But it's at this point that um, Charmeleon starts being a dick. And Charmeleon, after hitting Ash with fire, gets up, looks at at Paris and goes, I'm going to fry your ass so bad that you have no idea what is about to hit you. 
and he starts spitting out flamethrowers all over the effing place. <laughs> and I give Paris a bunch of props because Paris is dodging like a pro. Like the agility on this Pokemon is amazing. But Paris just starts going dodging left and right, left and right. And Jesse and James and Meowth at this point, they're they're getting pretty pissed. They're like, all this hard work that we just put on is about to go right down the drain. Yeah. I mean, and obviously they're pissed for completely the wrong reasons. Because they say, you know, they're looking at Paris like a cash cow. So they say, well, you know, we put all that work in. We we basically threw our our Pokemon in a no-win situation. And, you know, losers or not. And so they're like, well, we're going to go out there and we're going to be its cheering squad again. And, you know, they're basically, <clears throat> they're basically giving Paris the rah-rah speech. Yep. And this is not advisable for Paris to stop, because theoretically it's still being chased by Charmeleon, yes? Yeah, well, I think everybody came to a stop once Team Rocket popped into the mix. Ain't Charmeleon ain't stopping. <laughs> Char- well, Charmeleon didn't fry Team Rocket either. Well, he didn't. <laughs> so, but Team Rocket comes out and they said, we're the official Pokemon pep squad. And we're here to cheer on our hero, Paris. Go, Paris, go. Go, Paris, go. And they, and Jesse gets down on, on her, um, to Paris's level and goes, Paris, don't forget all the training we gave you. I was going to say, be careful now, because I know where you were headed. <laughs> I, I um, know. I know. All right. I'll, I'll let you take this spot. <laughs> and then, you know, we pan over to Cassandra, and she's kind of getting misty because, and I don't, I mean, she's like getting teary-eyed um, because she's like, they, they were cheering on Paris. And then, you know, and then, you know, they do the, the rah-rah cheer, and then, Charmeleon starts coming for it again and you know Cassandra's well Charmeleon actually did end up frying Team Rocket once they started cheering for Paris again well that's because they didn't know when to step back Um, that's right though they did Um, and Charmeleon is and this is a horrible pun but Charmeleon is in hot pursuit and Paris hits a tree and bounces backward. And Charmeleon's about to basically land the kill shot. And Paris just pokes out one claw and just, and Charmeleon just goes, oh, falls over. Dead. Well, you know, incapacitated. Yes. And um, the energy... And the exhilaration from the victory basically causes Paris to evolve into Parasect. Which is bullshit. Right. But that's not the last time we're going to say that in the <laughs> next couple episodes. Yes. Um, we, get the, we get the Dexter explanation of Parasect about how the little mushrooms have turned into one big cap and 
Charmaine gets up and he's pissed because he, in his mind, he's been sucker punched, and because he kind of was. He was. Um, and uh, he's gonna he's gonna take Parasec down, and then Parasec hits it with stun spore or sleep something or other, right? Stun spore. Oh and, wait. Uh, let's uh, see. What what was that? Let's see. Oh yeah, spore attack. Spore attack. And then, you know, so Charmander's Charmeleon's out, so Ash calls him back again. And Misty is a bitch. Because okay. she's just sitting there with her arms crossed. She goes, it looks like you got to be a better trader. It's like, bitch. <laughs> He's like, I'm trying. Aren't you the one that's constantly fighting with your damn Psyduck? If it wasn't for your water Pokemon trying to take out the flame of Charmander's tail, maybe he wouldn't be sitting here like this. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and then, you know, Cassandra's happy and you know, she's like, I, I knew I'd be able to count on you. And now we're going to make the miracle potion and we're going to help all the Pokemon in the world. And everybody's all happy. And then we get the classic Ash, Ash and Co. say goodbye scene. Yes, and this is this is funny. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna give away which episode, but it's funny seeing this classic scene and then knowing what we just recorded earlier today. That Absolutely, it, that's why it's even better <laughs> that this didn't happen like this. But as as the trio is leaving, uh, Meowth ends up Meowth and Team Rocket end up falling. And Cassandra sees that they had uh, have fallen and hurt themselves. So she goes to treat Meowth and Team Rocket. So she's bandaging up Meowth's head. And Meowth is, is like I said at the beginning, happier than a pagan shit. And he he's like so giddy. He thinks he's going to stay here with Cassandra. And in comes the grandmother holding a... Persian, the evolved form of Meowth, in her hands, saying that she found this Persian uh, wandering around outside the campsite, and that this Persian will make a great addition to the family, and basically shuts Meowth down. And as she, well, and you missed a good, um, a good zinger. Well, not zinger, but a good line from Cassandra because she doesn't know any better. Because remember. Team Rocket identified themselves as superheroes. So Meowth is sitting there making plans. He's like, well, now I'm going to be the company mascot and you and I are going to live happily ever after. And she is like, I could never tear you away from Team Rocket. Aren't you a superhero group? <laughs> oh, man. And then, yeah, we get the we get the stray Persian and. You know, we're going to we're going to make it the company mask. So Meowth is just piss has no luck because obviously we've established that giovanni's favorite pokemon is a persian yes so and that's where we leave this episode yeah with poor meowth just busting out in tears so all right so that was a great episode it was really good yes very flushed out a lot a lot was happening in this episode uh, 
what what do you give this episode on your on your Dugo meter? Probably a solid four. I I don't know what what it would take to be a perfect episode. And I mean, obviously, I think I probably hit a couple, but we weren't in in the rating scale yet. We weren't in ratings territory. You know what? I think that's what I'm going to add for the episodes that that you didn't give a rating to, Doug. I think we should, we should put that on the YouTube channel. Nope, because that means I got to watch them again, and I ain't doing that. No, you don't got to watch them again. Just remember from your head. I I have no memory. Yes, you do. I drink too much. You're the Sheldon of our posse. <laughs> But, alright, yeah, I'll give this a solid four. So, alright, do you have um, anything else to add to this week's episode, though? No, uh, like I say, this one was really good. Um, like I say, I don't know what it would take to be perfect. I mean, maybe a gym battle, you know. With, all, with everything that happened in this episode? Yeah, I just... Like some storyline progression for Ash, I think would have been appreciated because you know Ash and the crew going on a humanitarian mission is fine, but I mean one of the first things Ash said was, "Well, there's no gym in this town, so we could just keep moving." So I mean, obviously we know Ash is focused. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think that's that would have tipped it. I think. Okay. Well, awesome, Doug. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, with that being said, thank everybody for listening to this week's episode. Make sure that you listen to next week's episode because we have our next guest, Rich, from the Not Suitable for Adults podcast coming to join us for the episode of The Song of Jigglypuff. Um, Or, translated from Japan, Sing Pure. And Piran is the name of Jigglypuff in in Japanese. So that's where we're gonna leave it. So do you have, since you don't have anything else to say, Doug, go ahead and say your goodbye. Goodbye, Doug. And we will see you next week where we're a trio again. Have a good night, everyone.